faces here, some uh, uh, old friends here, neighbors, uh, children. My, my friend Judy right here said this is the only uh, uh, church service she goes to this time of year. <laughs> our friend Arnie, who's been in our choir for all the years, joined us. We haven't seen him for many months, so Arnie, thank you. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> we are, uh, uh, have wonderful things we have inside your program. I hope that you will read this little note here talking about some of the huge folk paintings that uh, you see around here, open the door, describing some of this. And our, uh, our, our artist in residence is uh, Sandy Brown, who is, uh, where is she? She's away.
maybe reaches out into our situation here and now and links it with Jerusalem and the pilgrimage to the temple and the realization of people then and all through the years in many different cultures, languages, and places in their relationship with God. There's something extraordinary <clears throat> happening. God is saying in the best and most eternal ways we can. We are gathered
a little child, the tale most loved on earth, and watch the wonder deepen in his eyes the while you tell him of the Christ The while you tell of shepherds and song, of gentle, drowsy deep, and fragrant hay, on which that night in Bethlehem, God's tiny son and his young mother Life holds no sweeter thing than this, to tell a little child while Christmas candles glow the story of a babe whose humble birth became the loveliest of truths we know.
century song was first published together with his tune in 1833. According to legend, all songs written pre-modern times were written as crash dances, which what would be referred to today as liturgical dances. A crash is a display of figuring depicting the birth of Jesus. Dancing day then is a reference of the dance around this crash, inviting each of us to celebrate the birth of Christ. This song is written as if Christ is speaking to us individually, inviting us to participate in his dance, which is his plan for us. And the dancing day is his birthday, and his true love is the church. And here then is the joyful carol, tomorrow shall be my dancing day.
Music has always been an important part of Scandinavian life. In the 16th century, a Swedish Lutheran pastor, Jakob Vine, gathered a collection of 74 medieval Latin songs intended for pupils at his cathedral school in Finland. Later, in 1582, these songs were published under the name Pie Cantiones, which translated means devout songs. The tune used in the arrangement of our next piece, Gaudete, comes to us from this well-known collection and is still widely used throughout the world. The English translation is printed in your program. We hope you enjoy Gaudete. Thank you. 
the star by Jane Osgood. In the dark and endless longing, a star pierced the night. It rose in the sky, glorious and shining like no other. Its brightness was visible to all. In its beams were rays of glory, long promised, now visible. T'was a new light, illuminated with a power awesome and magnificent, usurping earthly kings and crushing their dominions. The word of truth is come. Its veracity strikes the heart. Its insight jolts the mind. It heralds the arrival of the king, bringing salvation to his people. Oh, 
enough to tell you not to be frightened. We're going to be releasing the back row pretty soon. <laughs> We're going to be coming out here and singing a carol from Canada. A uh, very old carol, the oldest one uh, that, uh, that is recorded uh, in Canada. Uh, the Huron Carol, it's called, it was written by a Jesuit priest in 1692 for the native Huron people in what is now Ontario. One of the most the remarkable things about God and the idea of the Trinity is the Holy Spirit. And evidence of that is how, how the truth of God coming to us in the form of a human, a baby, a story spreads and takes hold in many different cultures, languages, times. And so, uh, as you've already noticed, we're celebrating so many different things of those, those so many different ways to express a story in that truth of God with us. A story is simple, engaging, and by the power of the Holy Spirit becomes universal. And so, in the original version of uh, this carol that uh, this Jesuit priest wrote for the Huron people, um, Jesus is wrapped not in swaddling cloths, but in rabbit skins. And he is born in a bark lodge. And uh, the shepherds come to see the baby after the announcement of the angel that it took the place of birds that have fled the north for the winter. The shepherds are hunters instead of shepherds in this version. And not the magi, but chieftains from other villages come to bring gifts, not gold, frankincense, and wood, but fox and beaver, help, help. All these things were meaningful to them as part of their culture and their story. And the story of Jesus. God with us, living in such humble form, makes sense for them in that way. Twas in the moon of winter time, when all the birds had fled. Come with me to Canada in the winter, when it is the birth of the Holy Child.
applause or not the way it was done. You know, so it, we appreciate your applause. And um, you understand, hopefully, the, some of the moods are such that, uh, you know, they'll leave you in a quieter mood, too. Uh, you know, I, one of the big reasons I'm music is because I love, I, somewhere in my life, I, I love, decided uh, I knew and loved Baroque music, Baroque pop, stuff like that, Renaissance music, and just the, the, the uh, style of that period. We're talking about the 16th century, the 1500s, you know, uh, that uh, late Renaissance period. Our next composer, if you look in your uh, very nice bulletin that you have there, uh, Hans Leo Haas was born in 1564, uh, German, uh, and, and uh, lived in that, grew up in that uh, era of uh, the uh, late Renaissance style. And then uh, decided to go to Venice. Uh, that's in Italy, by the way. And uh, <laughs> so he went to Venice and befriended Gabrielli, who's a uh, well-known uh, polyphonic writer, Italian writer. We're going to hear a, a piece from our brass uh, during the offertory of Gabrielli. So they just, you know, got to know each other. And uh, Hustler loved the style, this idea of having. Uh, Double choirs going on all the time. Could be uh, over here a group in one side of St. Martin's, uh, St. Mark's Cathedral. Uh, another one uh, over here answering them back and forth and the echoes. Uh, and so he just loved that style. And uh, we had, uh, if you look at this, uh, I should have put the Italian, uh, the Latin text in here, but I, I, uh, I didn't. I just gave you the title, Verbum. The word caro to to flesh was made. Foxum was made, and uh, so that's that's the translation here. And there are ways we have the uh, angels saying that we have the angels. I'm gonna take a chance here. Just sitting on. Uh, let me show you play that for you. We have the angels saying the word was made flesh. The word was made flesh. And then the mortals, the men. Our answer down on earth. Lord was made flesh, you know. And so we answer. Let's just do that once there. Alright, 
So uh, we hope that you enjoy this. This is a challenge for us to do, and a uh, uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, piece for this time of year. I hope you enjoy Baron Carl Bach Boom's
The legend of Santa Lucia dates back to fourth century Italy, where Lucia, the daughter of a wealthy noble family, was martyred for her Christian beliefs. While still very young, she had secretly vowed to dedicate her life to God and to distribute her wealth among the poor. In Sweden, the custom that commemorates Lucia takes place on December 13th and is especially beautiful. Each family selects a young woman, often the oldest daughter, to represent the saint. Dressed in a white robe with a crimson sash about her waist and wearing a crown of lingonberry leaves adorned with lighted candles, she awakens the members of the household by singing the hymn, Santa Lucia. She leaves steaming coffee, freshly baked bread, and saffron buns at each person's bedside. As we see the lights in the crown of our Lucia, may they remind us of the light that shone in the life of Santa Lucia. May this light inspire us to consider again the message of Jesus Christ.
dearly beloved, <laughs> we have gathered here to hear you say your traditional name, dearly beloved. Can you say that? What is what is your name? I didn't quite hear you. What is what is your name? our God is one who blesses in order that we may be a blessing. So whatever you have received tonight, and I trust it's not the ending at conclusion of, of some holy thing, some surprising thing, some godly thing, but I hope it's just the beginning of the new thing. The new thing that you have received in order to give, to bless, to love, another. Try it out, see what happens. For someone maybe you've known for a long time, maybe someone you barely know. Hi, dearly beloved. <laughs> Without a reaction, maybe a conversation that will unfold. And they'll remember that. It's like I'll always remember tonight. time together uh, continues with fellowship and food and uh, small shops that uh, you can look around for gifts to give or to yourself or others give or beloved. <laughs> and time to uh, converse together. To become better friends and also to, by the power of the Holy Spirit, feel, feel within ourselves a lasting truth all we have known as we have gathered tonight as God's dearly beloved. So we go in that truth and that peace to serve you. These are devotional thoughts from Paula Dorothy. She entitled them Stay Awake. <laughs> And the hope someday of worldwide peace. Christmas and the longings of the human heart. Christmas, yet caught in the noise of frantic living, and even so clinging corporately, privately, to power and control. Christmas but unmoved, unwilling to risk knowledge that challenges our equanimity, blind to voices, colors that trumpet truth. Christmas, amidst the world's need for education and food. Christmas, as scholars split life into categories of right and wrong, good and bad, while our petty judgments fall like hammer blows. Christmas, while we still fail to tend the earth. Christmas, 
and cried from forest, wetland, slum. With a world asleep when we must awaken and stay awake. Once again, and maybe for once, to see what it could be if just once, once, we could look at the mystery with inner eyes, falling in love with love itself. Reach down, love, on this silent, holy night. Perhaps one person waits and watches. Perhaps one heart is ready to risk. Oh, this rare gift, hidden in plain sight.